everybody. Today we talked to Miss Melissa. She's an animal conservationist and taxidermist who works preserving animals and in museum curation for Clemson University. We had the privilege to hear a little bit about what her process looks like. I've always told my mom I'd rather live in a cardboard box and be happy than live in a mansion and not want to come into work. I go to sleep and I think of what I'm going to do the next day. I leave thinking about what I'm going to do the day after. And having the interaction between not only y'all but everyone else that comes and visits yeah. is, is great. This was a really different topic for us, but we really hope that you guys can enjoy it. Welcome back everyone to the Let's Talk Podcast. This is your co-host, Kaylin Williams. And I'm your other co-host, Timothy Edwards. And today we are joined by Miss Melissa at the Bob and Betsy Campbell Museum of Natural History here on Clemson University. Absolutely right. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for your time. Thank you. We, we appreciate it. We literally just walked in, asked her if we she had a few minutes to share what she does. Because we walked in here, we're surrounded by animals. <laughs> Over 25,000 species. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right now you can't no see it because we're not recording. Well, we will. But the camera is coming tomorrow. <laughs> As of, it'll be here July twenty third. But we you can see a picture of it on our Instagram. So Absolutely. be sure to look out for that. Excuse me, if you want to just share, you are very passionate about what you do, and I love it because you just came and you're like, absolutely, like, I'd love to share it. And if you could just tell a little bit what you do here, what brought you here. Sure. So I'm originally from Texas, awesome. and I was getting my master's in museum creation. So. What I'm doing now was what I getting was I was getting my master's for. Um, I saw a listing, a posting for this job, and I applied, thinking I'm never going to get it. I'm just a little kid from Texas, you know. <laughs> so two weeks later, I got a call. A day later, I got an interview. Ten minutes later, I did the interview. Three seconds later, I got a call back immediately saying, "Hey, you got the job. When can you fly? <laughs> when can you fly over here?" So I finished my first year of grad school, yeah. and I moved over here in less than three months. Wow. So I've been here October 31st is my two-year anniversary this year. So, yeah. Wow. yeah. That's so cool. Yep, two dream. years. And it doesn't feel like two years, but yeah, yeah, we're cool. here. Cool. Can I just say that's an amazing degree. I didn't even know that was a thing, museum creation. Yeah, it, like, it yeah. totally is. Yeah, yeah. That's and I, I applied and it's it's very formal in how they teach you, but my thing is experience. So y'all yeah. don't see it, but y'all are surrounded by, I want to say... <clears throat> 120 mounts and I have nine years experience mounting so nine years as a taxidermist six years working on repair and restoration of mounts uh, doing study skins alcohol specimens you name it I can do it Wow. so that also That's, that also helps yeah yeah that's cool <laughs> knowledge and experience mm -hmm. are two separate things that get you oh, going yeah. right right yep. yeah, yeah oh yeah sounds good so what kind of made you want to do this because like we even said we didn't know that existed. I mean it all honestly started with my dad when I was a little girl awesome. you know in his little in his shirt pocket he'd be like Mika look at this look at this and he'd bring me a little baby turtle or he'd find a dead bird in the backyard and he'd be like okay let's look at this and so I've always been an animal person and my dad kind of fed into that That's and coming from Texas I mean everyone hunts everyone mounts so I I'm lucky that my professor actually kind of introduced me into hey do you want to do this for formally as opposed to just for fun yeah and i started doing it formally and it helped it really did help me get the job that i'm at right now that's that great because so we push that so much just yeah. build mm -hmm. a career around your passion not oh, yeah. around like yeah. what's going to make you the most oh, yeah. money yeah Cause, yeah because um, i mean like right like like tim said right when we walked in we could immediately tell that you just love what you did <laughs> oh yeah like, i do you're so into it yeah i do know i've always told my mom i'd rather live in a cardboard box and be happy than live in a mansion and not want to come into work 
So this is something I go to sleep and I think of what I'm going to do the next day. I leave thinking about what I'm going to do the day after. So yeah, this is, this is great. And having the interaction between not only y'all, but everyone else that comes and visits is, is great. A lot of people don't know that this is, this is a thing, mounting animals or, you know, doing outreach programs or tours. That's something that you can create a career out of. Absolutely. So with the university, uh, what kind of students come in here? Like, uh, is it just for specific majors, like science majors or history majors or something? Or is it just everyone? No, for me, for me, it's open to everyone. I've had art students come in here wanting to draw animals and they're free to roam around the museum as long as I'm here. All doors are open to them. Uh, We actually had engineering students come in to make a robot owl to help with another researcher. Yeah, so the yeah. head tilts back and forth yeah, and up yeah, and down yeah. and the wings flap and that was to attract other owls into the vicinity to trap them, put GPS collars or GPS tags on them and have and you're able to monitor where urban owls live. And so without wow. us being here, they never would have been able to get yeah. the specimens, learn how to mount, learn how to attract and engineering students were like this we didn't even know this was a thing. That's I'm like it is now. And so, it's like two buildings back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they never knew. And wow. so, yeah, we're open to anyone and everyone that wants to come in and visit, either come in and draw, come in and look, or just kind of, oh my God, I've had enough of this, and then, <laughs> and then yeah. just peacefully leave. Yeah. <laughs> we walked in here, I was just like, man, I have no idea what this is. I'd like to learn more. So, mm-hmm. I mean, literally, the first, really cool. my first yeah. reaction was just, wow. That's the, that's the first thing I said. I looked, I opened the door, and they they went um, through first, and then I just mm-hmm. beat my head. I was like, wow. <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, this is constantly changing. I do want to bring more students in that are interested, that have a passion for nature, design, painting, you name it. Yeah. Um, everything that you see here has been constantly changing. So a month from now, it might not look the way it looks like now. Cool. A year from now, it might not look like the way it looks now. Yeah. So there's already been a lot of changes that I'm hoping to keep going. Yeah. You know, it's it's our job to evolve with the times. It's our job to change to better and improve what we can show y'all. Yeah. So it's a constant flux. That's super cool. So if you can tell us a little bit about, I know they can't see it, but some of the animals mm-hmm. here, you said there were Many yeah, so in, in here in here is probably about 120 animals. Yeah. In the entire museum, including all the specimens, we have about 25,000 animals. And that's not counting what yeah. we've recently done in the last two years, well, two-ish years that I've been here. Yeah. But a lot of everything that you see around here are mounted animals. So yeah. not stuffed, yeah. mounted. The stuffed animals we keep in the collection in the other room, so they're specimens, so they look like popsicle birds yeah. and popsicle mammals. Yeah. Um, everything in here has been 100% either donated by another museum or other universities. Some of them have been uh, collected by private donors, so okay. older people that yeah, yeah. they're retiring, they don't want their mounts anymore. We've been lucky enough to get contacted by them, and they have donated their animals, and we need to have provenance. Where did they come from? Who's donating them exactly. to us? If we don't have data, we cannot legally take your animals. Yeah, We've had students come in here and give us some of their animals. Like, oh yeah, my dad shot this back in you know the 80s. I, we don't want it anymore. Do you want it? And if it's viable for us, then we take it. Yeah. If not, then it's kind of like a, yeah, I'm sorry guys. You know, it can be like can't. a legal liability, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, yeah. yeah, so a lot of these animals, um, y'all can't see it, but right on the corner is a Peter David's deer. Uh, they are endangered. So we do have tags for them. We know exactly where it came from. We know who shot it. We know even where it was mounted. And without that information, even though we do have all our permits, we cannot legally hold an animal that does not have some kind of history behind it. That is great. So these are 
right in this room all over the world. Oh, there's, yes. There's yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. We have gotcha. we have animals from Africa, South America, India, Brazil, China, here in the United States. I, yeah. I like this because it'll actually stir like more conversations because mm-hmm. you're not like, well, this one, you know, is here in the U.S. And yeah. It's oh, not, yeah. Or it's not like branched by rooms. Mm-hmm. So they're like, wait, where is this one yeah. from? And that, that's yeah. Really eventually, cool. eventually we want to show every biome possible in the room that we're in right now. Yeah. So all over the world separate or different biomes put yeah. together that way when you come in here you get a broad spectrum of everything that's available okay. i mean allow me to say this is almost po- uh, like poetic because i mean no disrespect <laughs> to the building but it is smaller than you know most buildings yes. so it's literally like yeah. the best things coming oh, yeah. the most unexpected places oh yeah yeah so this building the the reason why it's so small is because it used to be a house right so visiting okay. professors back in i mean way way back in the day you're talking about 80 90 almost 100 years ago uh, the building was moved, and then you, the university came to be, and so visiting professors would get roomed, would get housed in the in, in this house, wow. and just be like, all right, you're going to be here for a month, you get room A23. <laughs> and so they got dumped here, and then they would do their yeah. job, and then they would leave. Eventually, Bob and Betsy Campbell, which is what the building is named after, yeah. uh, they turned it into a museum. And we outgrew this space about 30 years ago, to be honest with you, but yeah. we're kind of hoping that we get some funding that we get people interested that we get people riled up about learning about all this stuff not a lot of people know that we house 30 jillion animals in here and <laughs> yeah. it's my job to tell people that we do exist we need your help we need students we need teachers we need professors yeah. to come in here know we exist and help us out so. We'll, we'll, be, <laughs> we'll be sure free marketing oh yeah yeah so yeah no thank you all again for coming because oh, no thank you for your time honestly yeah. really real quick i'm wondering what are some of your favorite animals what's like uh what's something oh that you're like oh gosh i can't believe this uh, just got here so <laughs> even though we're from texas well i'm from texas we have a lot of animals that we house in ranches so yeah. if you look behind you actually uh, this animal that's got a black and white face with a really, really long horns, uh, that is a Gemsbok. And we actually have them running around all over the place in Texas in ranches. And yeah. she is number 18 world record holder still. Whoa. She is from Texas. And I actually have been to the ranch where she was in. Yeah. And she's, I mean, she's exemplary. Her horns are huge. She's one of the few animals that you usually hunt the males. Yeah. Well, in this instance, Gemsbok females are the ones that are preferred. They have the longer, thinner horns. Males have shorter, stout horns. Yeah. Um, she's my favorite. And one of the animals that's not in here is an Adax. So Adax were almost wiped out in their native land in Africa. Okay. Uh, Texas took the initiative. We have Adax by the bushelful. So uh, they are actually reintroducing Texas Adax back into Africa. And since they have similar um, habitats, they're doing fine. They're doing wow. great. That is so cool. Yeah. I love hearing that because oh, yeah. we hear a lot about endangered species mm-hmm. right now. And that is so cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we have a couple of them that are in here yeah. that I appreciate that they're endangered. Yes, they were shot quite a few years ago, actually decades ago. But to have a specimen here to represent and to have people come in here and see them, yeah. you're not going to go to the Himalayas to see a Himalayan tar. We have two. Yeah. The, the actual yeah. species and the subspecies that you can see that you can... I mean, if you want to smell it, you can go ahead and smell it, (laughs) but you can interact with it and kind of get a glimpse as to they're endangered. Well, why? So these guys bring about questions that you might not be able to ask otherwise. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're kind of not just like names or species on a page Mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 They actually, they have a face, they have a smell. We have whale skulls in the collection that 
one of them straight up smells like crayons. Yeah. So that's something that we take to outreach programs to kids so they can say, hey, you know, this is a whale skull. It doesn't matter. Smell it. Smell it. Interact <laughs> like, with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so that that is something that, that they might never get to interact with or that they might never get to touch. Wow. So that's something that brings about, might instill a sense of passion or a sense of curiosity even yeah. in somebody that might not why ever is, get to see a moose. Why does it smell like <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It might be their diet. They eat yeah. squid, but That's hilarious. I have but not yet, one kid will be like, Yeah, one kid will be like, I don't know why, but I'm going to find out. And there they go. That'd oh, yeah. So yeah. Cool. It's something yeah. as small as, hey, here, sniff the skull that yeah. gets somebody going into a career in science or something mm-hmm. engineering. You never know. Do you have any more questions? I, I don't. I was going to say, the last question I have for you is just, um, like, what, what's your vision, or where can you see this place going? Like, where do you want it to go? I guess, I, like, like, let's say you get all the funding, the marketing, the outreach, and all the students—they love it. Like, where do you want it to go? Like, I, I would honestly want to see it grow. I yeah. want to see student involvement. I want to see public involvement. I would die to get a bigger building. But my vision is to have the geology museum, our museum, the natural history museum, and the herbarium, which is also housed here in the basement be in one massive room together, in one massive building together, sharing knowledge with each other, sharing knowledge with everyone else that's accessible, that's feasible to get to, that's in one centralized location so everyone can get a taste of plants, animals, and fossils, all in one centralized building. That is awesome. I'm giving the university five years. I've already said it. It's been recorded. It's been done. So that's cool. what I want. That's what that's my goal in five years. So cool. To get that. Love that. I love that you're like, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it's going to happen. Plan. I like that. <laughs> love it. All right. Well, thank you, thank you so much. That was yeah. so cool. Thank you for your time. And uh, yeah. All right, guys. I'm your co-host, Timothy Edwards. And I'm your co-host, Kayla Williams. Thank you very much. And be sure to check this place out if you're in your area. Thank you. So we carry, and it's about to be late.